you want to book as much acting work as you can, as often as you can. We get that. The thing is, you don't book acting work by focusing on booking acting work. The industry is more dynamic than that. The art is more interesting than that. By taking you inside the craft, the casting room, and the business, and bringing other industry experts into the conversation, we dig in. We pull back the curtain of the industry and show you how much power you really have as an artist. And by bringing your humanity to the work and the industry, you become an artistic leader, the kind of actor who books work. Even after decades of working with actors all over the world, in our classes at the BGB studio, teaching, coaching, casting, directing, producing, acting, on set, on stage, behind the camera and in front, nothing excites us more than seeing you express your unique artistic voice, humanize the business, and book work doing it. We're here on the podcast and in class at the BGB studio to give you all the tools you need to be a championship-level working actor right now in an industry that desperately needs your voice and your leadership. Yeah, industry and artistry. This is the only place you're going to hear this. I'm Risa. And I'm Steve. And this is the Acting Podcast from the BGB Studio. We are thrilled and moved by the response to the podcast. We love reaching actors all over the world, actors like you, who tell us that our podcast inspires them, informs them, and makes them excited and proud to be an actor. Yeah, but make no mistake, an acting career is won by being in the consistent practice of the work, week after week, month after month, year after year. Success for an actor is in the doing. So here at the BGB Studio, we offer the highest quality acting training for passionate, committed, talented, and ambitious actors. We see that kind of work transform talent into successful careers, and that makes us so happy. There is no substitute for doing the work consistently, and we offer the work of success. We are the home of your 10,000 hours. We offer ongoing and eight-week on-camera auditions, scene study, and workout classes. They're available now. So sign up now to secure your spot and get to work. Go to braymangarciabraun.com slash classes, or click the link for classes in the podcast show notes. We'll see you in class. Creating your own work empowers you to take control of your career. Natalie Britton and Kate Hamilton have experienced this firsthand. They both started their careers as actors and are now well-versed in the fundamental shift that happens when you start making opportunities for yourself. They have combined experience producing over 17 award-winning short films, most recently under the umbrella of their production company, Queen's Gambit Films. And they are currently in development on their first feature and half-hour pilot. Their mission is championing brave new voices and empowering filmmakers to share their unique perspectives. Creatively, they pride themselves on telling stories that matter and giving a platform to material that needs to be heard along with female-driven stories. We are also thrilled to have Kate and Natalie teaching at BGB with a four-class series called The Producer's Lab, Making Your Short. Now, this is a crazy exciting new class that will challenge, inspire, and empower you to get your idea from script to set and beyond. So more on this class is available in this podcast's show notes and on our BGB website. Kate Hamilton started acting at a young age and followed that passion to Boston University, where she received her BFA in theater arts. Her recent acting credits include roles on NCIS, 
Criminal Minds and the Affair, to name a few. Known as the responsible organized one among her artist friends, producing was a natural step for Kate. Her background in acting and writing helped her approach the work creatively, and her upbringing by her CEO mom in the Midwest equipped her with essential leadership and problem-solving skills and humility. She loves that producing means finding the most talented people for a job and then letting them do it. Natalie Britton is an actor, producer. She's originally from Dublin, Ireland, where she obtained a BA in International Business and Languages at Dublin City University. She subsequently received a full scholarship to study acting for three years at Aura Drama School in London and worked there for a few years before coming to LA. As an actor, her recent TV and film credits include NCIS LA, Fuller House, Doubt, Girl Boss, and a lead role in Vino, opposite Ed Asner. She began producing in 2017, and since then she's produced several multi-award winning short films, including Sam Did It with Dominic Burgess and Alfred Molina, The Gleaner and Egg Day. So in this podcast, Natalie and Kate talk about the challenges they faced as actors, challenges that launched their journey as film producers. They talk about their collaboration with each other and dozens of other artists, how their acting careers and creative lives have evolved through filmmaking, what it means to give yourself permission to do the kind of work you never thought you could, and how you need to hear the universe speaking to you if you just listen. Brilliant. What is the real beginning of anything? Oh, I love it. Yeah. Because there is no beginning or end. It's just one cycle of... <laughs> what are you wow, saying? deep. <laughs> a big Lacona. 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 Um, okay, here we go. Welcome, Natalie Britton and Kate Hamilton. Thank you. Thanks. Um, we're excited to have you here with us as part of our BGB family. And uh, your company, Queen's Gambit Films. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Steve and I are here uh, to talk to you about your journey and um, how your company came together and how you ended up in this place right here, right now. Mm -hmm. And also, we're excited to welcome you as teachers. So you're going to be teaching a class here. Um, We'll talk about that, too. And you've already uh, been introduced, but let's dive in by... We'll start off by identifying each of your your roots that got you to this moment as movie producers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds very impressive. Yeah, that's very official sounding. But, it, it, but, but yes, true. and it's so true. it we've is. Done, so, we've done a handful yeah. already. A yeah, couple yeah, of handfuls. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And we talk all the time about um, actors taking command of their careers and making their own work, which is true and something that is being talked about in the business all the time now. And what's exciting for us is that you dove into that and you're walking that walk. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it happened quickly and um, that's impressive. And also as it's a, sets a great example for actors in our community and our, our, our audience, our podcast audience, to really um, see that and hear that and know what that means. So talk a little bit about uh, where you were or where you've been as as artists mm-hmm. um, uh, before you got to this place where you had that moment of let's do something else also. Uh, yeah, so I, I came from Ireland via London to LA and as an actor trained in London and then came out here and uh, worked uh, sporadically, I guess, as most actors do. Um, And then I suppose a couple of years ago, early 2017, I got pregnant and uh, 
started going through that year and auditions just weren't happening as frequently as they were. And so I I think it's it's a case of partly my personality and wanting to to stay busy and have something and thinking, okay, well maybe I'm not gonna be auditioning as much coming for going forward. And then a couple of friends at the same time had decided that they were going to start making their own content because that that started a few years ago really I think the the push for for making your own short films and making your own content was born and uh and they one of them sort of said hey you'd be good at this why don't you try producing and so I said sure I'll give it a go and why I why do you think that that person <clears throat> said that to you um I think there was a need and I think it was a case of uh I, I my skill set, I come from a business background. I have a business degree um, before I went into acting and I'm sort of the organized one and I get things done. And when, uh, you know, people would contact me and say, hey, what do you think? Hey, can you help? And so a lot of producing is just putting a lot of stuff together, um, but putting the right stuff and the right people together efficiently and effectively. So um, I think the people you know, saw the, those traits in me. And so I was approached and I, I did it for one friend. And then another friend was like, oh, you're doing this thing. I'm looking for a producer. Oh, I have a friend who's looking for a producer. And that's honestly how it started. It came to me. Uh, mm. It wasn't something that I had wanted to do, but it came at a time where I was looking for something else. So it was a good timing. And when you um, say you were looking for something else, just in as much as there are actors listening to this who are hearing mm. from every different place that they need to make their own stuff. Right. But there's a bunch of emotional stuff involved in that. One is, does this mean I'm quitting? Am I admitting mm -hmm. failure? Am I giving up the dream? Am mm -hmm. I, what does my life look like as now? As an actor. As, as an actor. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. so, so what was that for you when you were, did it feel like, huh, like I guess I'm not going to get these auditions anymore. Mm -hmm. What was that in between, that space in between like for you? I never felt like it, I was giving up. I felt like I was just adding. I was adding something else. Um, a string to my bow. I'd always been interested in production. As an actor, I'd, I'd be the one on set. Uh, looking, looking around, looking at what crew were doing, wanting to know who everyone was and interested in the camera. And so I, I, I think that was always in me. And so I, I honestly, I think it's a good timing thing for me because I was looking for something else to do. And I felt this is going to keep me involved in the industry. And also, if I happened to get auditions, and I did, I booked a couple of things when I was pregnant, but it was quieter. It was a quieter year. Mm. And I'm glad that I was able to still be on set and meet people and meet directors and, and be in rooms and whole casting sessions. And, you know, so... Be active in that. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think it's integral. And I just, my world got so much bigger. And I, and I found myself learning things that were helping me then as an actor. Mm -hmm. And so it absolutely didn't detract in any way. Um, uh, I can say personally that that producing for me has filled out uh, my career. Like I don't look at it as like as a singular thing. It feels like it's it's an addition to, and it's a, a challenge that I really like. I like that it's something proactive that I can go after, and also it's like really hard, mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'm learning so much, and so. For me, then when I got to go back to the work of acting, it just felt like, oh, thank God. Like, I can just, like, relax into this. That's and so I, interesting. Like, I'm, mm -hmm. I, I was like, oh, I get to go to set, and, like, I don't have to worry about if there's a porta potty for people to go to, you know? It's, like, amazing uh, 
freedom and, and an appreciation mm. for, for the acting that I didn't have before with that mm -hmm. context. And that's such a great lesson and balance for actors who oftentimes have this myopic focus on yeah. the dream and it happening yeah. one way and when you open it up to other mm -hmm. possibilities, all of a sudden space emerges. Yeah, Absolutely. and I can, I mean, personally I've had the most success uh, in my acting career since I've started producing and I don't think that that's a coincidence. And Not do you want to talk yeah, about yeah. Kate in Not particular about like she was here being involved in something and then had to do something, you know, you were here when you, just oh, before oh, you booked something, yeah, that, which is an I important that, story. I thought that was an Im oh, yeah. important moment. So we were shooting Mm -hmm. some stuff with one of my classes <clears throat> in rehearsal. We shot 12 films here a few months ago, and we and you jumped in mm -hmm. heroically mm -hmm. at the last minute uh, for an, an actor who got a commercial and, and, and acted in that piece. <clears throat> I remember you saying, oh, shoot, I have a self, an, an audition, audition that morning. Mm -hmm. and, you, and you wonderfully said, you know what, I'm going to figure out a way to do this, mm -hmm. either change the audition or... Uh, do a self-tape because I, I'm, I've committed to this project, which we appreciated. And then you did this amazing work in the course of two hours, and then you went into another... You, you can tell that story of how, what yeah. happened after that. Yeah, so well, so I had gotten the audition at 9, like 8 p.m. the day before, and so there was no way to know to if bail. I could reschedule yeah. or not or, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. I was just basically like, this is... I know what I need to do to keep my like my, my word and my relationships with these people and that's my priority and great if I can self-tape or if I can go in later but I know like longevity wise what's important to me and that's keeping my commitments and so yeah so I came I got real nice and warm by doing that scene for two hours yeah. and then the director of that scene then helped throw me on tape in the other room uh, and they accepted my self-tape and then I got the callback for that and uh, booked a recurring role on the show. So, yeah. Which to me, again, um, speaks to like when you disrupt this obsessive focus mm -hmm, on this one mm -hmm, thing, yeah. all of a sudden things get interesting yeah. and things loosen up. Mm -hmm. And I, I want to also talk about this in the context of being a parent as well. Because mm -hmm. So I'm kind of uh, shaking my head here in disbelief. At, like, So you get pregnant, 2017, you get pregnant. Mm -hmm. It's a slower year. And you start producing multiple films and you're raising a child. Like That yeah. is ridiculous to me. And mm -hmm. yet you're making it work. Yeah. That's incredible. I, I produced... Uh, I think eight short films the year I was pregnant. Um, how does that work? How, how does it work? <laughs> I'm always asking that because I'm, um, I'm... I had I had a few going at once. You know, uh, there was children a lot. or movies. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, just one child. Um, but I, you know, there was like definitely. I think the April. April, May, June, I think I had back-to-back -back films like every couple of weeks. It was a crazy time, uh, but it was great. And I could, I, I just managed to do it and I was learning so much. So then by the time I gave birth in November, uh, I had two films that were in pre-production, one of which was Kate's, which will, w w one of which was the first project that I worked on with Kate. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, you just do. Like you just get on with it. I think like it 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 wasn't it was hard because the work is hard, but I was really enjoying it and I found I found wow, this is a great outlet and mm. I mm. I I was thriving in a way that I hadn't before. Do you mean and, that one serves the other in terms of parenting, acting, producing? Yeah, I feel <laughs> like with certainly now being an actor and a parent and a producer, I found that my time is very precious and so it forces me to make uh, the it may, forces me to make choices that will determine how much time i'm taking away from my child 
if I'm going to do this project, if I'm going to commit, I have to really care. I have to work out. I, you know, everything becomes a lot more efficient and it, it the time management aspect of it all. And so I, I think that's that's part of the juggling of everything um, as far as the parenting goes. But parenting is a production in itself, you know, like it really is like you're just each day is different and you don't know what's coming and you, and you just, know what you have to get done and you yeah. and you have to get done yeah. and so uh yeah but I, I i as an actor now it's the same thing with going into auditions and you know you care you, you need to care because you want to book the job and you want to make your health insurance and all that and it's important but then also it's just not as important as that wonderful being that's at home sure. like that it's just the perspective just hits you the minute I feel like the minute you become a parent and so before acting was all I cared about then I started caring about producing too and you care in a different way when you're producing because well I, I say you I can only speak for us I suppose mm -hmm. but we care deeply so if we sign on to a project and we decide that we're going to do this and we're putting our names on it we really we're give our all we're aspect. yeah we go above and beyond that would be you know, it's so what's the criteria something. then that leads to you saying yes to something as opposed to no? Yeah, so we've gotten a lot more, we've, we've learned so much, like the learning curve has been really steep, mm. um, but, and that's, you can only do that by making the wrong choices sometimes. And so I think part of that, and like part of being a parent and, and, and choosing what we do with our time is we're much more selective just even from reading a script, mm -hmm. like what we decide to and, it, and it's not necessarily that it's the perfect script, but it has to have the thing or something mm -hmm. special because what's, of what's the special the, thing? I mean, so our uh, you, you have a, somewhat of a mandate for your company. Yeah. So, so what's we that specifically yeah, yeah. serve underserved voices. We give them a platform. That's kind of our and also female driven content generally, although we've love men and have worked with men in the past but okay. we've worked with a lot of, of male film yeah. makers too but yeah. it really it's a st it's a story that we feel needs to be heard and that a lot of times has Hasn't a social been. aspect to yeah. it that uh that we we want to get out there we want people we think people should see and and we care about and mm -hmm. we get excited about oh like we'll we'll read a script and we'll say oh we have yeah. to make this i don't think we've ever read a script and one of us gone oh, I, this is it, and the other one gone, I don't see it. No. We just... We know. And that's not to say, like, we've read really good scripts, yeah. but maybe, like, it's a rom-com or it's, you or know... A spy thriller right. or just something that, that that doesn't hit with our personal message that we're... We've yeah, kind of and that and that came very organically. Like, I yeah. the, the films... So I had done about eight by the time Kate came to me. Do you want to talk a little bit about... Yeah, yeah. And, and also, how did you come to this? Yeah. Like, what was your moment right. of, yeah. So uh, a filmmaker that I was in class with, an actor, she asked, she was just like, would you produce this? She had no idea that I, I've never produced anything before, so I was just like, be, let's be clear, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm happy to learn, and I think it probably comes from just aspects of my personality being... Um, you know, not necessarily like super type A, like Nat and I definitely have different um, skills and talents that we, we bring to the table. But I think seeing maybe like a, an aspect of leadership or something and, and trusting me to take on that, that uh, her short film. Um, and so I was doing that on my own and I was, and I was like, okay, who do I ask? What do I do? <laughs> like, what, how do I approach this? I don't even know the first 
thing to do. Um, and I asked around, and everyone's like, talk to Nat, talk to Natalie, talk to Nat. And so I was like, OK, can I get a coffee with you? And she was like, yeah, sure. And I know that she gets those calls like every day. Um, and so and I kept asking her questions. And then I was like, wait a second, I'm a producer. I can just hire her. <laughs> and I was actually like, I said, uh, I'll just give her my fee. Because her, how much I was learning from her was, was so important to me. And it, I mean, at this level, it's not really about the money. You know, we're building something bigger. <laughs> it's definitely not about the money if we break it down by hours. Um, but that we just, something clicked in our working relationship where even when we were figuring out how things were gonna go, it just felt like, yeah, we, we, there was a trust, a level of trust there that I think is just like super special. Trust and, and respect, because yeah. I think you, you ultimately really have to respect the person you're working with and value their opinion because so many times you're having important conversations and one of you might change each other's mind and one of you might say something and you and sometimes you're going, okay, I, I don't necessarily feel that strongly, but you really do mm -hmm. and I, I trust you, let's go, let's do this. Mm -hmm. So a lot or of- like the respect to as simple as like answer an email without you okaying it, you know? Mm -hmm. But that kind of, that's what makes it doable. I would never do this on my own, mm. honestly. Yeah. Because it's more fun to have it's a partner. So, oh, yeah. Right? And just a sounding right, board, too. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is, but yeah. it has to be the right partner. And yeah. I think that that's, we were very lucky with that, that yeah. we just, we, so we did this one film, yeah. Egg Day, together. And at that point, we, we, the, the thought of doing a company wasn't even no. there. Mm -mm. Uh, but then we had we did another one, and then I think I'd, I had another one. And then suddenly all these little films were like little, like children, I guess. <laughs> yeah. They were out there and they were doing a, like their own little thing on the film festival circuit and winning awards and doing this, doing this. And, and we kept getting more projects. And I thought, if we're gonna keep doing this, why don't we do this properly, yeah, like build, build an, um, an umbrella that we can like house all these little nuggets underneath and, and start building something. And so that was, uh, you know, the idea came to me of like building a, a company and doing it and having our brand. It was really essentially building a brand. So it wasn't just produced by Natalie, produced by Kate. Mm -hmm. It was, you know, at Queen's Gambit Films production. And so um, I, I, proposed it to you yeah. and there you wasn't like texted me I, te to, I was like sure sure <laughs> and it's been uh it's been I mean bigger than I could have yeah. imagined and so now since that's, then we that's cool just take yeah. a moment though yeah. to realize no, just to true. accept what you guys have done yeah. in yeah. such a short period of time really not easy and yet it happens so organically. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we have like eight, I think, Queen's Gambit Films productions out there now, <laughs> yeah. officially, you know, right. um, which is very exciting. And we're in pre-production on three more. And and I will say that still, um, all the work that we're getting is coming to us. We haven't yeah. gone looking. We haven't posted. We haven't asked because we had never have had to yet and that's not a case that we might not in the future but we've been kept consistently busy and what I'll say with that is that I think sometimes when things are meant for you they come to you a little easier and I think when I I was sort of saying oh look the acting it's slowing down a little and here we come with the producing and then another producing job and another and I think when 
when it you have to listen to that stuff sometimes like the universe not the universe I mean I'm not like huge but into all that, that stuff though. but it is you just said the universe I did I did <laughs> say I the, universe. the universe I did. Take back. but it is there's so there's so, <laughs> I, I, I believe in mean. energy and I believe that that uh some things come to you and sometimes when you're fighting so hard for yeah. something maybe you need to think like take a step back maybe stop fighting because if it's meant for you it does come and and with the producing it has it's been brilliant and we've had a couple of jobs now where it's come to us just from our brand and it hasn't been people we know and it hasn't mm. been people who've referred referred us um which is lovely because then you feel you feel it's it's different it's yeah. some it's different it bigger it does yeah what's interesting about about what you're mm -hmm. just saying here is like and i don't mean this with any uh disrespect to actors but i think there is because actors have sacrificed so much to achieve this thing and it's so hard and elusive yeah. and blah 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 that there is this identity that that gets attached yeah. to the ego mm -hmm. about i am an actor so no i don't want to be a producer mm -hmm. that's not why i moved out here mm -hmm. so f you like go away back up with right. your like i'm a content creator right. why don't you shoot something no fuck you yeah. i'm an actor right mm -hmm. full stop mm -hmm. and and so then that that or, producer or, is a little whisper yeah, or a, i'm terrified mm -hmm. i wouldn't know where to right. begin sure you know how can i do that let me shrink back down mm -hmm. and if you think of like eight films or whatever it is mm -hmm. uh but as you're describing it here even in the last few minutes it's like it started with mm. a tiny yeah. little thing then the next one the next one and all of a sudden and just saying yes well, you know right. mm. but and and through eight films i've not once missed an audition not once or you know so not it like i just so, don't buy so this let's, I, I so can't, let's look at actually you know. what the time right, right. the time yeah. in your <laughs> yeah. day is yeah. spent doing yeah right. I, I think there's something to be said for the fact that uh a lot of people get told a lot of actors get told if you're a serious actor then you will you should only focus on being an actor. If you, you need to commit 100%, you yeah. don't need to get distracted. If you're not, if you're focused, then you're taking your energy away from acting. And it's something about, because uh, I've, I've heard it many times from different people. And I think it's wrong, to be perfectly honest, because maybe, maybe that might have been the case, but the landscape has changed. The industry is changing. Yep. People are making their own content mm -hmm. and they're getting picked up and they're being developed into shows. And it is happening right. off a short film, off a web series. It's happening all the time. And so time Times have changed, and so I think that actors need to. I would say that actors uh, have jobs all the time. Sometimes it's wait, waiting tables. Sometimes it's whatever. And we would always say, like, I, I would always say, if you're going to be doing something, like, try and do a job that doesn't make you feel like shit. Like, try and do something that. <laughs> that's pretty low. No, <laughs> yeah. but there are there are some oh jobs, goodness. and it's yes. miserable, yeah, and you're yeah, and you're yeah. and you're miserable, and you take that energy into the audition room mm -hmm. with sure. you, and so a lot of times it's that struggle of trying to find a job that will be flexible mm -hmm. enough as an actor, but that can earn you some money and doesn't make you want to kill yourself, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And and I, as a producer, we not only like are earning a little bit, bit of money off this, but it's also connected to the industry, and we're making contacts, mm -hmm. and yeah. it's not just. There are so many other things you can do. You can be a writer, you can be a director, you can be a producer, you can be an AD, you can be a production designer if you're if you're creative and you're into there's so many different roles that are that aren't an actor that you could do in addition that will that will just widen your world and also make uh, give you those connections that can help you as an actor. We'll talk about that a little more because I think it's fascinating to even say to an actor, okay, you don't want to be a producer. That's a big mm -hmm. job. You need mm -hmm. to have a certain sense of, mm -hmm. you know, organization. You mm -hmm. want you need to want to do that. And so maybe you don't feel like you're a writer yet or maybe you're doing that on but what about jumping onto somebody's short film and learning how to, to crew. Or maybe you're an art director or a production manager mm -hmm. or a set photographer. Absolutely. You know, or something else or, or, or a cinematographer mm -hmm. or, you know, what would, so what, what, what would that be like? Is that a good idea? 
I mean, it can't hurt, I don't think. I've never personally, you've AD'd on a handful mm -hmm. of, of things. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, part, I would say I've gone through an evolution a little bit with the side work stuff. I was nannying and babysitting for a good amount of time, and then I realized that that wasn't, I was dreading it so much <laughs> that, uh, and it just, it wasn't keeping me engaged, like, yeah. uh, as a creative. And so I, it was really scary, but I was just, I just set a line and I was like, okay, I'm going to try not doing it for a while and just saying no. And I'm going to fill it in with, uh, I do some, some graphic design, some, some, um, painting and producing and writing and, and just see if the, if it holds me up. And so far it has. Um, but, I, but finding those things like the painting, which aren't, which isn't necessary, which then led me to graphic design, which then I was designing posters for short films, mm -hmm. which, so it all kind of came back around and it was a way of like staying in this positive mindset. But I had to make that, that decision to cut off. It's giving yourself permission set of, it's yeah. as, as an actor, which we, we're always looking for permission from other people, mm -hmm. I think, and looking for the yes. And I think sometimes we need to give the yes to ourselves and we need to sort of say, mm -hmm. because you can always go back, right? But you, you might, you, what's the harm in trying? Yeah try it and see what happens. And then you don't know what else is going to open up for you. Like I had never even thought about directing ever. Mm -hmm. And yet I found myself as a producer on set, I'd be standing by the monitor a lot uh, and we'd be giving notes and we'd have our producer's notes and the, you know, the director or the writer would say, have you got any thoughts mm -hmm. or whatever? And I found, oh, I have quite a lot of thoughts. And then I, I found again and again that yeah. So I was watching her do that, and then I was like, oh, sh I'm, I'm watching Nat say something, and then the director saying the exact same thing. So I saw that enough times that when I wrote something, I was like, Nat, you're ready to direct this, and I just handed it to her. Mm -hmm. her. But that came from being on so many sets. Right. And I was like, are you, are you sure? That, yeah, <laughs> but, uh, oh, it was without a doubt in my mind. She well, was you know what, what you do is when you're on set and that happens, you learn what you know, and mm -hmm. you start to trust that you mm -hmm. have a point of view. Absolutely. And you, right. you, and you, so you're doing, learning it on the job, but that's also, to me, the best thing a producer can be, a creative producer, as mm -hmm. well as a, an efficient, you know, line producer is to also, because as a director, you get lost and you need to turn to mm -hmm. somebody mm -hmm. and say, what do you think? Am mm -hmm. I missing something? You know, if you really have that trust relationship, oh, yeah. so how great to be able yeah. to be there to do that. And that's exercising creative muscles Absol too. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And that serves your acting and all oh, of it, yes. right? Sitting at a monitor, I mean, we're always there. Like one of us is always at the monitor and that's that's like another way. Same thing as like being in a casting room can serve you as an actor. It's just another way of, mm. of being from the other side and putting things in into context which i think is it's so the control the control that you don't have as an actor you have in those other roles mm. and and so many things can come your way that you never would have thought of and and now i'm i'm going to be directing even more and mm -hmm. like a year ago nothing and wouldn't it hadn't even crossed my mind so there's so many and kate's writing more and more because now of course we have the company mm -hmm. and we have wonderful connections we've made one film completely by ourselves because a lot of times we get hired by other people and they're the client or the writer or the director but we made one ourselves and we're going to be going forward and doing more and may as well yeah, yeah. we <laughs> have the foundation we have the structure so it's and yeah. the the crew that that we hire over and over again that we trust and they they they're willing to do you know a favor for us and so having that be an added benefit of like oh i can now write something and go 
Nat, you down for this? We uh, encourage people to pay their actors because we know what it's like. You know, a, a low fee, but like we just the same for crew, where it's like we we know the rate that they deserve because they're professionals and we want to be able to provide that to them. Mm -hmm. And it's not a crazy, you know, we're not <laughs> like paying their rent for the month, but like it's something that we can do and I think that's we want to hold ourselves to that standard. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's how you build relationships as a business mm -hmm. yeah. and people yeah. feel valued and they'll go and to the wall for yeah. you. And it's, they'll grow with you. Yeah, right. absolutely. And there's certain, I think people know that about us and, you know, even friends of ours, who'd be making things and go, okay, you know what? I know you guys and I know you're going to want this, this, this. And like, I can't do it for this. So, you know, and yeah. we say no hard feelings, yeah. that's fine. But it, it also helps us make better decisions because we do have hard lines about certain mm -hmm. things. And it makes it a lot easier for us to know then that we're going into production on something that ticks all of our boxes and we know that it's going to turn out to be quality. Mm -hmm. As you envision this thing in five years, mm. uh, what does it look like? And also what's the balance between, <laughs> why does that make well, you laugh? <laughs> Go ahead. <clears throat> yeah, we don't. Yeah, so that, that's why I laugh because people ask yeah. all the time, like, what's well, what's Endgame? Feature films? Oh, you guys, you've done so many shorts. Mm -hmm. You should go into features. You should go in. We people, just hear it a lot. Every, mm -hmm. Everybody why is always that, like push, pushing because, us to well, do. Right, because it's like, oh, it can't be, what's the next thing? What What's it going to, what's right, the bigger? Right. And I think we've just, we've been served so well by just taking putting one step in front mm -hmm. of the other and now it so happens that larger projects have come to us mm -hmm. and i think also i think it's about who we are though as people and we're really hardworking. and like it's not like we're gonna go oh you know we're sloughing off like and then the momentum kind of falls down it's like we don't have to worry about that happening is there something magical for yeah. you all about shorter form content or mm. do you like it or are you open to anything uh, I love working with first-time filmmakers because I love guiding them through that process. I, I, it, there's something really lovely about watching someone grow as a filmmaker and if you can sort of ha handhold a little where is necessary because some people need a lot of handholding. They're like, I've written this script. I don't know what to do. Do everything. Mm -hmm. Other people will come to you and say, I've written this script. I have this director already. Mm -hmm. I know where I want to shoot and I've got my two leads. You know, or I, you know, and I have I, I have a DP who has the amazing camera that we need. Oh, brilliant. So then we're not doing as much. But when when you can see something born from like an idea and mm -hmm. take it all the way to the end and then see it get into amazing film festivals and attend the film festivals like it's a it's it's a wonderful feeling of accomplishment and fulfillment and on a short film you you know it's usually a one to three day shoot it's contained like it might take one to two month process process and as a parent I find that yeah. more manageable I could take on five or six shorts in a year mm -hmm. and it and, and still have a kid and organize the meetings if I'm taking on two or three features that are a three week to four week shoot depending and it's just a lot longer uh, and that's not to say that we're not interested in it we're in pre-production on a feature right now it just feels like the shorts that we make we're making a difference I feel and so I don't uh, a lot of people are like why do you want to make more shorts you don't need to make more shorts you've got you've done 17 now like move <laughs> on and and I, and I just say I think I'll, I, I feel like I will always do them as long as 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 making, yeah. as I'm inspired by the scripts, mm -hmm. yeah. um, and I am a very goal oriented person in my life. I very much like I want to work towards this. But for some reason, with Queen's Gambit Films, it is 
it's growing at the pace that is just right for us. And I have a feeling that we will, in five years, uh, we will have features, You'll more be where features. You, where, where you're supposed to where be. It will be where we're supposed to yeah, be, yeah. but also we have like so many other elements in our life. Later, Between the two of us, we, yeah. we do it all. And, and it's manageable because... Yeah. We both work. We both we're both di very different people, and yet our work ethic is extremely similar. What would you say to somebody, an actor listening to this, mm -hmm. perhaps who doesn't know that they want to be a producer, but they want to they they value making a short film because, as you said, mm -hmm. short films can and say a little more about what a short film can do for an actor. Mm -hmm. What you've seen yeah. happen with, and we, I'd love to talk about a couple people we know, like Gracie, yeah. Mercedes, and right. Dom and Chelsea, who are all BGBers who have yeah. started writing here, and then you've now taken them to these amazing places and what that experience was. But what do you say to somebody who doesn't know what to do next and why Besides if Besides take our class? Uh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we'll get to that in a moment. Um, but but also, you know, what what if they're, they're yeah. a budding writer, filmmaker, director, why a short film and and what do they do f next aside from come to you i mean obviously that's that's clear i mean i would i would come to you with any project but what do they do for themselves uh, you know right. to take the next step out of dreamland and and hope and uh, mm -hmm. fear yeah well i think why a short film i think it's just the most natural uh first step into filmmaking it's it's much more doable you know it's it's just on us everything's on a smaller scale yeah. uh mo most pe you'll learn so much on your first short film that it's it's like you but you can only learn a lot of that stuff by the doing um and most people like Pretty much, Mark Duplass talks about his kind of evolution, and it was, you know, a short like a short film, then another short film, and then and it's a way, and then uh, a feature, but it, like super 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 low budget feature. But it's it's the ways to to keep the most amount Manageable. of control mm -hmm. of of your own your product. So and, and knowing why you want to make the short. So if you're an actor, yeah. is it because you're sick of? being called in for the same roles over and over again and you want people to see you in a different light and you're not getting cast in that light is it you know for your, for your real is it because you want to direct and if you write something or if you um have a short film given to you is it for your directing um is it for you as a writer do you want uh, do you want to make something that then you can send people as a sample to get you into a writer's room is you know because sometimes a proof of concept for a, a, a pilot could be a short film or, right or so knowing feature, yeah. knowing why you want to make the short mm. is really important but it's mm. also i think it's it's so empowering to take control as an actor um we, we to control the controllables there aren't many of them and i think that making your own content is something that you can control and you can go at your own pace you know if you're doing it you could you start writing then maybe you know you reach out to that friend who you trust and we have those people where you know those people who we send our stuff to that we feel you're going to be honest you're smarter than us we really respect you give us our notes they're always those people send it to don't send it to your friends or your <laughs> mom or whatever you know send you know who are those people who are going to tell you what you you know you need to hear the good and the bad um and 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 you can work at your own pace and I it's would say 
watch a bunch of short films yeah. because there are we talk about kind of the difference between a scene and a short film and there is a difference and the difference being that a short film is a story that only needs the amount of time that it's given rather than a slice of life kind of thing or it something feels that like had it a has scene before and we'll have a scene after mm-hmm. that you want right. to see in the bigger picture mm-hmm. right yeah, right yeah, right yeah. but so it's a, a short is, is best served in that short mm. amount of time obviously like proof of concept things can be different Mm -hmm. but you'll if by watching them you'll you'll see when it's like oh that was like that felt like it was finished and that was Mm -hmm. all I you know that was all I needed Mm -hmm. and it made a point Mm -hmm. and I know why it was made and it was about something Mm -hmm. you know you just define for people who don't know what proof of concept means oh yeah so proof of concept which may or may not be useful I've heard a lot of different uh, opinions on that but it's basically just shooting uh, a bit of a scene or uh, a couple scenes or or like a montage from something that's bigger so that if you're pitching it or you're going out to production companies you can literally Give them a, have them like watch it. It's like a visual it. reference. So it's a it's visual the most taste. hand-holding that you can do in terms of like right. here is the real world. It's like a created outline or a created mm. short right. brief that will that in with the idea of making something out of exactly. that. Exactly. And a short can be that yeah. because sometimes people will say, I don't, I have an idea for a feature and it is amazing. Mm-hmm. And you can make a short version of that mm-hmm. that can exist on its own. But, but it, it, it what, what we would always say to people is let it in that short version be, be complete in itself yeah. so that it can go and it can do a film festival run and people aren't going, oh, I just saw the first scene of something, yeah. you know, because that is just a proof of concept. So you want to be able to go and it, and then maybe halfway through you decide, oh, I don't want to make this feature, I want to sing. And then at least you've got a complete project. You've got it because mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot of work to put into. So they can, short films can uh, can be a taste of something bigger and can be a feature or can be expanded. Like Short Term 12, right? That was mm-hmm. like a short sure. and then became a feature. Um, but it existed as a short itself. So uh, there's... Yeah, and then and then uh, in terms of other like steps in building towards that, get on as many short sets as you can, mm-hmm. I think. Um, okay. Offer to PA for free. People will always t- take an extra set of hands um, and then just watch because mm-hmm. there there was a lot of learning for me about like what a gaffer is and what a, and why that's important and and also I think one of the things we pride ourselves on is like that we have sets that are just kind of harmonious and uh, positive and how do you achieve that uh, hiring the right people um, getting people into rooms together before mm-hmm. uh, plopping down on set we'll insist on a pre-production meeting mm-hmm. where all the heads will come together and so a lot meet. of that mm-hmm. stuff gets worked out in that room rather yeah. than eating into your time on the day and it just and also, That's honestly, good... like we make sure everything is done. We're not yeah. doing anything on the day. We're not doing paperwork on the day. We're not doing everything is done so that when we turn up for ourselves yeah. as well, we get to sit down, we have our coffee and we sit by the monitor and we're not running around mm. like putting out fires and oh my God, this, and, oh my, you know. Mm. So therefore we're calm because people look, they're like, oh, yeah. they're the producers. Oh, look, they're <laughs> happy. They're mm-hmm. ca- And we genuinely are because you can't fake that. Uh, you can't hide it. And so... I think that when when we have everything together, 
then everybody else is like, okay, cool, everything's mm -hmm. organized and it's a smooth ship. Does this know? mean that you've stayed up till four in the morning yeah, the night before? But but you show maybe up. Maybe not the coffee. night before, but I've stayed up till four o'clock in the morning and maybe we've yeah. answered calls at four o'clock in the morning and we, you know, <laughs> that's sort of how we are. But mm -hmm. but sure. we are trying to get back. This is though a thing that we're we realizing that as much as we want to do everything for these filmmakers, we can best serve them by setting boundaries no for our own time. And as if you offer, people will say yes. They will take, especially. Just, yes, we've learned that ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. But yeah. it's not even, it's not serving them either no. to be to limitlessly right. available to and them. If you, and right. if you empower people to take mm -hmm. responsibility exactly. for themselves, then so, you know they'll step right. up as best mm -hmm. they can. And sometimes mm -hmm. that's right. a lot. Yeah. So that's been part of the learning yeah. process. Short of the Week is a wonderful website mm -hmm. that showcases wonderful shorts. Oh, good. And it's a it's a great way to to spend an hour or an afternoon or a half an hour. You could, you know they're they're usually like ten anywhere from like five minutes to to fourteen minutes or whatever, mm -hmm. and they they really pick quality quality shorts up there so if so if you can't get out to a local film festival um that's a good way of watching great shorts and getting a sense of what good shorts look like and feel like i know so, that i know that a couple of people have and i even know that when you came and did a class here mm -hmm. um you people said this to you look i don't you how do you raise money mm -hmm. you know you mentioned crowdfunding say mm -hmm. a little bit about that and also like how do i i don't know how to raise five thousand dollars ten thousand dollars to make right. a short event mm -hmm. what do i do right do i have to right so a little basically what we were saying earlier is you know if you're gonna do the super 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 cheap version there is uh, a benefit to doing that which is learning and the the market of short films is so saturated now because every it's it's more widely available gear and it's easier for people to do mm -hmm. and it's become such a, a tool for actors and and yeah. filmmakers new film festivals wonderful film festivals are popping up they're extending yeah. they're having more programs because there's such great content out but, there but that means that you're that not only does it have to have a gr the thing and the great message it needs to look good it needs to sound good it needs to and and these are things that cost money yeah. uh, uh, it has to st it has to be exceptional because programmers at the festivals are getting all these submissions and they only have so many slots and they're watching it and they press play and you've got it's like on an audition tape right like mm. you know you're sending in a self-tape as an actor and they say oh sometimes you know most people they'll watch the first 10 seconds like you've got to hook them in it's got to and if I mean, honestly, I th feel like, and I've spoken to a lot of programmers about this, like they're, they're looking for a reason to access. They're looking for something. And if, if they can't find it, if the story is great and it looks beautiful and it sounds beautiful, they're going to want to program it. They're going to have to program it because they're going to know, oh, this is going to be at that film festival and we want it first and we want this. Like there's a whole competition that goes really? on on that yeah. side that's mm -hmm. fascinating. Yeah. And so you, you want to be in a position where you're offering them gold and like you just you know, they're saying yes from the off. So that's worth then raising some money to do that. If you're, yeah, if raising, you're ready, raising, for, when you're ready for make, that. You yeah. make a budget first yeah. and yeah. you figure out what actually to spend your mon money on. And then based on that, then you go into your Kickstarter or your Seed and Spark or uh, what's the third one? Indiegogo. Indiegogo. So those are websites, lot, yeah. right. platforms where you can raise money. Right. right. Yeah. And um, so what we say generally, like if people have never crowdfunded before and they're doing it for the first time, we're like, 
great. You have like, you have so many untapped people. Like people who are ready to give you money but haven't yet. And oh, right. may just, not again. Oh, right, right. <laughs> right. So, but also but, don't make but them regret. Don't. Ma- <laughs> yeah, yeah. And 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 I think, obviously, there are a lot of specifics about raising money. But I think the one of the most important things is to offer people the chance to be a part of something exciting Mm -hmm. rather than come to them on your hands and knees begging and groveling for uh, help. Because I think that it feels different to give money to someone who has a great idea, done the preparation, uh, and is going to go forward and do something exciting, and then you can say, "I helped them do that." And people want to do like, that for you. People mm-hmm. really want to do that. Your mm-hmm. your family, your like they want to be a part just, of something. Yeah, mm-hmm. they really and and they want a, a chance to support you. Mm-hmm. It's not. I think it's just changing the mindset about we're look. We're in an industry where we have. It's just like we don't. We have to do it. Like you just have to do it unless you have a rich uncle Bob. Great. Mm-hmm. That's great. Ask him. Ask him. Don't like uh, if you have that. I think go ahead and do that. But it's the arts. Like, mm-hmm. it, and we need to. People find are a always way. surprised. They think they're not going to get the money, and then they do. And ten thousand dollars sounds like it an sounds insane so amount of yeah. money. And actually, it's it's very attainable. Uh, if it's twenty it bucks here, twenty and bucks and there, and and, yeah. and these um, these crowdfunding websites. They know what they're doing too, and so a lot of the times, even if you you have no idea how to start, you could. It's it's a good it's a good uh, thing to actually go on these sites and yeah. just check them out anyway, because they do provide guidelines and a template, and they're like, write this here, put yeah. this photo here, record a video. What we would suggest is maybe something this, maybe something that, and so they they guide you through it in Which a way, great, and then yeah. before you know it, like you've got this really impressive website. Yeah. And you know, it's empowering. My daughter did that. Thank mm. you, Kate, for helping her with that but mm-hmm. she did that on um seed and spark and yeah. the interesting thing that happened in going through that process in putting that that campaign together mm-hmm. when it was done she said oh i think i can make a movie now yeah mm-hmm. it's it's really a form of pre-production yeah. you have to understand your because you're expl- you're writing summaries you're introducing going, your if, team if you're doing it the proper way mm-hmm. it it while it's possible it is a lot of work and i think that that's it, and it requires preparation. Yeah. And and uh, we have seen people who've got to that point and have realized for themselves, oh, I'm not ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and that and that can be. I think that's a really useful thing because then they know what they need to do and to come back to it. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, Seed and Spark specifically has a really good video yeah. series that's yeah, yeah, really yeah. specific. About. Will you just say a couple things about a couple of the experiences you had? Let's say with Gracie and Dom. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Dom was one of your first producing things, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. Dom Dominic Burgess, who's uh, just watching him go from this guy who couldn't who couldn't get, um, you know, his his green card mm-hmm. and was like writing sketches to like where he is now in the sh- in a few short years, mm-hmm. it's been amazing. And you're you were a big part of that, so. Ah, I wasn't a big part of it. I was well, lucky enough. Well, he would enough. say you are. He's not here, so I'll say He's, it for him. <laughs> no, Dom's delightful. I, 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 myself and Dom actually went to the same drama school in London. Oh wow. Yeah, uh, we weren't in the. He left the year I joined, but. That's that that was sort of how I got to know him. And then he was one of the people who came to me and said, hey, will you AD on this short? I've heard that you do that. And I said, sure. And then we had a couple of meetings and he asked me to produce um, with him uh, on Sam Did It, uh, which you can see on 
samdidityshort.com. Um, or on the Queen's or Gambit. Or on Queen's Gambit Presents.com, which is our channel. We'll edit that first one out and just get you right We'll have all the these links on our Anyway, so he's... He wanted to uh, make a short film. He said the inspiration came from uh, that time where all the celebrity de deaths were happening. People were posting, posting, posting about all that stuff. And he, so that was where the idea from Sam Diddick, of Sam Diddick came from. But he, um, he really wanted to make something uh, specific for himself as a director. So that was that was where his his goal was mm -hmm. um, because he wanted to get into directing. And it's really served him very, very well. It's it had an excellent run on the film uh, on the film festival circuit. Mm. And then and he it's was, a real I just want to say it is a really good film. Yeah. Oh, it's a brilliant really film. Well done. Yeah. Brilliant. And and it looks amazing and it sounds it's amazing. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. The, I mean, All the things. Really, yeah. um, but he he used it then as a way to um, to sort of put himself forward for director jobs and director mentorships and all that sort of stuff. So he was able to just send the link and he was able to submit it and say, here's a sample of me as a director. Yeah. And people, you know, and so he got himself... He got himself shadowing. I don't want to be wrong on this, yeah. but I think he shadowed on 911 and the, mentorship the Ryan program. Murphy. Yeah, Ryan Murphy's yeah. mentorship program. Right? He's going from strength yeah. to strength. He's doing more and more yeah. directing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. now uh, we're working on a feature film with them that he will ultimately direct. Right. Um, and so that's his story. And that came out of making a short film and yeah. it's it's serving him and it will continue to serve him. And he'll always have that link and he'll always use it. And when people want to say, oh, well, can you direct? He can just mm -hmm. say, yeah, here you go. You yeah. know, here's proof. And he can direct a celebrity because Fred right. Molina's in it. And so, yeah. you know, that's something that, that brings integrity. And it just mm -hmm. came from a growth of conviction to what he wanted and believed. Exactly. And he would say, you know, he sent the script to him and, and you know, was crossing his fingers. And he, he gave himself permission to do that, mm -hmm. to say, you know, what's the worst that can happen? He says, no, okay, cool. Like I have a load of other people I can ask, but why not just ask, yeah. why not do it? Yeah. And when something is good and you believe in yourself, you know, and it was, the script was very good, of course, you know, he said, yes, he's available. And of course, then of us on the production side, having to work around his schedule and all that stuff, but we did logistically and it was wonderful, mm. you know? Um, and then to talk, do you want to talk yeah, about so, Gracie? So Gracie um, short Gracie Mercedes, Egg Day. Yeah, egg day. Mm -hmm. yeah. was the, the first one that Nat and I worked on together. Um, and she, that was so my first producing ever. Um, and she wrote that, co-wrote that with her husband. Um, and that also did really well, got into festivals. And I think then it was one of the first things that she had written. Um, and now she is staffing on uh, an NBC show. Perfect mm -hmm. Harmony, right? Um, yeah. yeah. And um, she was just, um, just... <laughs> just an actor with me in class and yeah. it was just another uh but that, that speaks to that us. that just is important though because no, it's yeah. just it's someone that you knew and exactly. there was nothing you know yeah. uh um specific about it other no. than you decided to do it mm -hmm. together exactly we kind of gave each other permission in mm -hmm. a way i think mm -hmm. um yeah and we a handful and chelsea as well chelsea yeah. gonzalez is is at the studio che and we just we just produced her her second, second yeah. short film. chelsea's short was the first one i produced and we did that together and she, I mean, she's a wonderful example of just take, taking control of everything. And she was very, 
nervous and and didn't have a lot of confidence that she could do it and she did and yeah. and not only that but it went on to have i think i think a that film run. like got into nearly 30 plus film mm. festivals and won awards and did amazing things that she never even thought mm -hmm. possible and so said oh i want to do this again and wrote another short and came to us and but, said will yeah. you do that will you produce it and we did and and that's what's but beautiful she, is, so she didn't direct the first one that she right did. Milena she did. acted in it and yeah yeah, Milena yeah. yeah directed yeah. it and so in this for the second one chelsea directed it yeah so, so she didn't it, act it so she directed right. it and she's working on other stuff now and then what you know now she's i mean not to speak for her but she's even thinking oh maybe like i want a dp or maybe i want to get into camera and she's thinking okay like maybe i'll do that and it's just giving her that confidence that she didn't have now she has the confidence to go forward and 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 give things a go because she's seen what's happened when she when she did you yeah. know so far and that's an example of somebody who is a lovely actor mm. but she was here in class and started writing in class mm -hmm. and realized she had an amazing voice and i think that's something to say mm -hmm. to actors listening is mm -hmm. that you don't know right what you're capable of until you start to to, to, to yeah. try it on, right. you know, and it, what's the worst that could happen, especially in a right. safe environment, like in class or among friends, you know, yeah. you don't have to jump leap to right. the, like, I'm going to raise 10 grand just tomorrow. Right. But what would it be like to try that on and to yeah. take mm -hmm. your creative spirit mm -hmm. and your voice and, yeah. and exercise it and try to, what would it be like to write this or write mm -hmm. that? And, yeah. and, and we've and seen that happen. Well, what I do want to acknowledge is the, that the, the initial time when it's, it, it sucks because you know that your tastes are up here. I'm raising my hand high in the air. And and what you're capable of doing at the beginning doesn't reach your high standard yeah. of, of content or quality uh, of writing or directing or whatever. And that's, that's just going to be the case because it's your first time. And I think there's something to be said for giving yourself permission to be bad. And yeah. then that's really hard. That's really hard for me personally. I, it's uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I don't like. You don't want to suck. No, yeah. you don't want to. It's and you, terrible. You know what to sucking suck. looks yeah. like, and you know. Oh my yeah. god, it's the worst. Yeah. But like giving yourself that per permission in order to then incrementally, slowly inch up towards. But that. the only way you're going to get to that place mm -hmm. where yeah. your standard mm -hmm. and your level of taste mm -hmm. and you, what you know you want to do yeah. is is that high. The only way to get there yeah. is to is to, is yeah. to take yeah, the steps, steps to get there. Yeah, I just want to acknowledge. Yeah. <laughs> the suckiness though because like let's not just say it's e easy because it's no. not and it does it feels uncomfortable and mm -hmm. it's it's scary and vulnerable and I think like acknowledging that is is important but but you're the one in control and you're the mm -hmm. one able to make the decisions and we always say that to the filmmakers especially the ones who come to us and say help oh you know better you know better we always say ultimately every single decision is going to be yours and needs to be yours and we'll give you as much advice as you right. want right. but but it, what's beautiful about this is the control that you have and you might not be auditioning a lot or maybe you're auditioning and you're not booking but if you write something you're guaranteeing yourself that you're going to be on a set mm -hmm. be it as an actor or maybe as if it's a writer or whatever right. but you're guaranteeing that you're going to make something and you're going to get that thing that that you're wanting from somewhere else but that you're not in control of mm -hmm. And, you know, I've worked with a lot of producers, and I just want to say to anybody listening, this is not rinky-dink time. You know, this, you guys are legit. You remind me of all the great producers that I know and I've worked with for 40 years. I get emotional about this. I don't know why, you know? It's so weird. Because um, people listen to this and they think, I can't do that. I can't go there. 
you know, this is not for me. I'll never do that. I'm this little actor somewhere, and I don't really know who I am, or or or, or will anybody ever see me, cast me, hear me? But what you've done, and what it speaks to, is 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 stepping up and saying, I'm capable of this. I deserve to do this. I deserve to hold space for other people to do this. Um, other people deserve this, and together we create something, and we're professionals, and we are um, working in this town and in this industry um, at, a, at that level that we all want to achieve and that we know we're capable of, and we're not on the outside doing it. We are stepping inside and taking control of this, and you are just like any producer I've worked on on any huge feature film or any you know, successful TV series. It's the same thing. But the only way to experience that is not to wait and dream of it and like watch the Academy Awards or the Emmys and say, I wish someday that would happen to me. The way to do that is to just do that, you know, and to find like-minded people like you did, right? A partnership and a community of people to collaborate with and to find that um, symbiosis so that you can create together and then magic shit happens mm -hmm. and it's not really magic it's hard work <laughs> yeah. but it, it both. you know it's mm -hmm. both mm -hmm. you know and what you're talking about a lot is leadership and and the two of you come together community you've talked about empowerment here um and you've talked about helping women and people who have historically been uh, excluded from the industry mm -hmm. describe your experience as women filmmakers and not only that but what sort of responsibility you feel to mm. empower women in all this. It seems to me you said 2017, we're right in the heart of the Me Too movement, time's oh, yeah. up, when you started all this. What's your experience there? Yeah, I think we could both say that as actors, uh, you know, you're standing on set and you're looking around at the crew and you're seeing an awful oh. lot of men. Yeah. Um, and like we always say, we love men, but why, why is the crew 95% men and then the only women on crew are hair and makeup, wardrobe, and maybe the script supervisor, if you're lucky? Um, when there are so many talented women out there, there are so many women out there training and are in film school and are able to do all of these jobs. And so I very much thought when we do this film, we're two women, we're attracted to um, female content or underserved voices. And I say that in the sense that a lot of our projects are, you know, they deal with LGBTQ stuff, race stuff, um, uh, sexism, um, also all sorts of issues, but things that we, we, we do think need, need a platform. But we thought, well, here's another way for us to be, to be different, but also to able to able to help in a way. And so we said to ourselves, we're going to make sure that our sets are crewed with, we said 50, at least 50% because we wanted half, but actually they're usually about 80%. So we say at least 70% women. Um, and we will push that so that we bring on board female directors, female DPs, female, and of course men, of course, from time to time as well, because there are some wonderfully talented men out there and we want to give, we, we ultimately just want real talent on our on our mm -hmm. sets. So what we do is um, guarantee that and we employ a lot of women yeah. and... And there are some, there are some, I think making a point of that, there, we do have to work harder mm -hmm. to to seek out. If we, if we were to just go with the first choices that were presented to us, we would probably end up with a, a smaller yeah. contingent of, of women, yeah. but we filmmakers. Work, when we ask, do you have anyone in mind? They'll yeah. they'll usually say, oh, this guy and oh, Dave and John and oh, there was this amazing a DP I worked with, and I was thinking of asking him. Always him, 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 and and the issue I I think really is that because it's a male industry and it, it's predominantly a male industry, and there's just men who know men who know men who repeatedly hire men. 
it's hard because when you're trying to say to someone, hey, look, here's I'm presenting you with this this person and they say, yeah, but like she's only got seven credits and he's got 35. Mm. And so like you want and I say, yeah, but why does this person have 35 credits? Because yeah. mm-hmm. of this keeps happening and they keep getting they keep employing the men and adding to their credits, whereas the, the women, you have to build them up. And so us us as women, we we hire women as much as we can, but until men, and there are some men out there doing it, but it's, it, it, it comes to the men to ask to start, in, to, to start employing women as much as we do. Mm. And when That's we work with male filmmakers, we'll say, hey, you now have an opportunity as the director right. or the writer to, to do this, and you're a man doing this, and this is why it's important. And so again, tiny, tiny little steps, because what we're doing is not being done around Mm -hmm. town a lot, but there are a lot of female women and female filmmakers out there who are trying as well. And I think over time we'll, we'll get there, but it's, yeah, but sometimes all people, they just need the question posed or like, Oh, and the, the spotlight shown on it. And it's not like people are trying to be sexist. Right. I think it's just just go to what they know. They go right. Exactly. They They don't even think just asking the questions gives them the permission to, to, Spend yeah. a little more time. What about a woman? Be a little what more about a woman? thoughtful. What about a woman? Right. So and there, we there do are people the, the who would way. say, a bunch of women on set, boy, that's going to get emotional. <laughs> not a... Not at all. Oh who, who the no. fuck's saying that? People say that. I've heard it. It's You've been heard said that? Females? We have had... <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. We have had the smoothest running yeah. sets. Women get the lack shit of ego. done. And, oh, the lack of ego <laughs> is... amazing. Incredible. I mean, yeah. that's it. Really, that's it is. Really because, unfortunately, you know, Steve, in general, men... The, the ego no, gets in the way strong, of everything. Yeah. And and so with, with our sets, we've had uh, very professional TV directors and DPs who have worked on our sets and who have said that it has been the best set that they have ever been on. And and they've been on million dollar sets. And they say that because- part of the problem, because that money comes right. with the ego, with yeah. the male power centers mm-hmm. that are hanging on desperately to their, their yeah. power structures. And so- But women, ego. they just, they, and also women get very excited sometimes when they, they turn up to set and they see other women. Oh, wow, look at all this. Oh my gosh, there's so many women. And it like, it makes them, I, I don't know, it, it, it's an energy that's just so positive mm-hmm. and it makes people feel good and it makes people feel that change is happening. And I think that that's really important. So we're doing our, our part on a small scale basis mm-hmm. for the mm-hmm. shorts, but we're doing what we can right now. And as we go forward, we're, we're always going to be doing that because that's mm-hmm. what we know and mm-hmm. what's important to us. We care about it, yeah. you know, which is so great. Mm-hmm. Um, can you just talk a little bit about this class that came out of yes. um, this one visit you had to one of our classes? Tell yeah. us about uh, the Producers Lab making your short yeah, so here at BGB. We are teaching a four-week class and we thought the best way to serve people would be a practical application of the skills because there's so there is a lot of like nuts and bolts to learn um, about budget and SAG paperwork and uh, production insurance and so to have uh, um, an application of that on onto a, an existing project so a, a script a short script you know 10 five, five, 10 pages up to 15 maybe uh and uh <laughs> 13 months and then or or you know a proof of concept or something but what really i think um in order to most closely replicate uh the process of doing your own first uh short film is 
uh, applying these skills to an actual script and going, okay, let's break down this script and do the budget for it. And what would be the specific, um, you know, challenges in terms of location or or cast or whatever. Um, and so basically, over the four weeks, we will give the people in the class the the skills and the um, tools to, if they wanted to to step into production the day after the last mm. class. So just knowing the the really practical, I think the hardest, knowing from experience, being a producer and going, what do I, what do I do? Like what's, <laughs> what's, what, the, first what's the first step? And then step? once I do the first then, step, right, what comes exactly. next? And it really is gonna be yeah. like a, a step a by, by step know-how because so many people are being told, like make your own content and that sounds great, but then how the hell do yeah. I do that? Yeah. And so it's an education, what we would like to do is like provide an education and a framework um, so that people then know everything they need to know yeah. to go in to make a short, whether it is that next month or whether it's in a year or two. Yeah. Right. But yeah. to empower them, to right. give them that confidence, really, to know, mm -hmm. oh, I know what that term means. I know how to do that. And whether it is a case that they're going to do it for themselves or they're going to seek out a, a producer to help them, at least then they know the whole arc of, of the journey that's ahead of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because once you once you break it down, then it is so much more approachable, right? Because it's like, okay, today I'm looking at doing a budget. Tomorrow I'm going to email SAG the first SAG email I have to do. And then, and then it's just one thing at a time, right? Rather than going, oh, all this huge undertaking. It's just one practical step at a time. And, and I think that can be a lot more approachable for, for first time. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah we're yeah. thrilled that you're doing it. It's yeah. certainly in line with our values because mm -hmm. to me, like this is nurturing leadership, which is just gonna be good for your life and mm -hmm. for every part of who you are yeah. uh, as an artist. So it's exciting. Is there any last thing you want to say to our audience, you know, young or old actors out there uh, listening and, and wondering? Well, I think that maybe the theme of the podcast is listening to the universe. Oh, Something God. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> but I really do think that that's kind she of did what say we've universe, been saying. She, she did say universe. Yeah, and we've yeah. said it again three <laughs> times. Yeah. But, but whatever that, whatever the nagging thing is, and just like let yourself take the next be, step. Yeah. Be, op yeah. be open to, 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 to listening. Yeah, yeah, to that voice. Yeah. And, and again, I, we've said this a couple of times, but give yourself permission. You actually yeah. can do that. You don't have to get it from anyone else. Mm -hmm. And and maybe that's giving yourself permission to write that first line, or maybe it's giving yourself permission to ask that person who you've always admired their work if they maybe want to work together. Maybe, you know, yeah. it's it's there's loads of different ways to, to take a first step, but mm -hmm. it feels so good. And then you, you know, when you say out loud, yeah, oh, what am I what am I working on? Because a lot of actors, oh, what's going on? And you go, home, oh yeah, you know, I had an audition, or no, I haven't auditioned in a while, and it feels so good to say, oh, I'm actually working on a project. I'm in pre-production or I'm in development. You know, it's it it changes your whole mindset psychologically. Mm -hmm. One of the things I've realized, and you remind me of this, is that people out there want to work with each other. Mm -hmm. There are people who are DPs on TV shows. They've been on the show for seven years. And some, you know what, in, in their on their hiatus, mm -hmm. they would love to go make a short film oh, yeah. and, and, and not have to do what they do on that TV show. Exactly. Or, you know, Actors Fred Molina too. sitting yeah. at home, mm -hmm. you know, posting Instagram stories of yeah. different sunsets. Yeah. And, and, and he gets Dom's. <laughs> is that what he does? Sometimes. <laughs> 
you can respond when you when you hear this. But and, and then Dom's email comes in in this mm -hmm. wonderful yeah. script yeah. that's written for him. Mm -hmm. You know, with and and he goes, yeah, I'll do that. Sure, I got. I'm, not, I'm in in between things. Yeah. You know, people want to do this, and and if you realize that you're part of this huge huge wonderful community of of, of artists mm. in this town or whatever town you're in mm. who want to mm. get out of whatever little hole they're in mm -hmm. you know and come and and create something together yeah. I, I just have i keep remi uh, being reminded of that mm -hmm. and it's really true i'm sure you yeah. find that there's always oh, yeah. there's always more people like make a list and what's the worst that can happen someone says no then okay next 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 and and by the way people say no to you if you're making yeah. people say no to quentin tarantino so oh, we're, we're, as actors yeah, right. we're all used yes. to know yeah. like we, we <laughs> No, that we can feeling. deal with that. <laughs> so you know, you're yeah. you're more of a chance of getting a yes on uh, when you're not an actor. When you're offering <laughs> them something, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, it yeah. feels really, really good yeah. to offer people jobs. It feels amazing. Like I, I love that being in that position. Um, it, it feels more generous. It, mm -hmm. it makes me feel like I'm uh, uh, offering something, giving something, as opposed to in this scarcity mindset of I need, I need, I need other people or structures or things to to forward my career. Yeah. Um, it's a huge And when you create that it. abundance, talk yeah. about the universe, mm -hmm. and you put that out there, that abundance mm -hmm. comes and back And nobody to you. starts as a 50-year-old DP. You know what I mean? They the know where they've you're worked at. up. Yeah. They've worked, yeah. and they've they know where you where you've come from. Yeah. And it's lovely to be able to give back. And yeah. and people, the majority of people, really do want to say yes and will. And that's where a lot of like we were talking about earlier, the logistics comes in. Where you're like, okay, yeah, we have got this great DP, but he's on a show or she's on a show. So how? So maybe now we have to move the weekend that we were going to shoot or the dates that we were going to shoot. And you know, you do. But it's it, what a wonderful problem to have. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you both so, thank you much so much for joining us and being a part of this. And um, we love what you're doing and just keep doing it and keep letting the universe speak to you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Will do. Namaste. <laughs> thank you. Thanks, Kate. We love sharing this content with our community. We offer it 100% free and it's our privilege to do so. If you're loving this podcast and are interested in offering something in return, go ahead and subscribe to The Acting Podcast. Then find us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to listen to your podcast and leave us an honest rating and review. Your words will help us bring this work to even more actors and artists around the world. Thank you so much for listening and for being here with us. We love how this community shows up for us and for each other online and in the studio. And as a thank you to our incredible community, we want to give you an amazing free gift. It's called the Comprehensive Guide to the Perfect Self-Tape. So all you have to do is screenshot your review, send it to theactingpodcast at gmail.com, and we'll send you an exclusive gift of the Perfect Self-Tape Guide to take your work to the next level. And come visit us online at thebgbstudio.com. And if you're in LA, Atlanta, or New York, jump into a class with us. We're here to get you into the kind of shape necessary to be successful.